And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. I am Jake. I'm Stunt. We did it different that time. I know. I, you threw me for a loop almost. I was even paying attention. I was looking at my phone. I still caught on. It's flawless, though. <laughs> flawless, baby. That's how we do. Of course, it might be more flaws if we then didn't talk about how flawless it was. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> uh, very excited today because we haven't done this in a while. Uh, we're going to talk competition. Yeah. It is the season to compete. It's getting closer and closer. We had the pigskin barbecue last weekend up at MSU. How much fun was that, by the way? Uh, you know, I'm not going to turn down a judging gig. I can tell you that much. I was Well, I, meant, I, I thought you were going to say none. It was freezing. Oh, it was, it was cold. Freezing. Yeah, that's true. No, it was really brisk. But I'll tell you what. We did a, a Coach Hofter did a great job, put on a, a splendid event. Uh, and I, I was saying, I think when it comes to competition, we missed our calling. I think being a judge is the way to go. <laughs> no, don't do the competition. Do the judging. I'll tell you what. That was nice. We got to be a little snooty. We got to be a little, uh, you know, judgy. Yeah, yeah. It was like judgy Jake, and uh, it was awesome. And so we uh, we really uh, we had a great we did have a great time, and we got to sample a bunch of great food. Um, we uh, I put my wife and sixteen year old through the paces on the leftovers. Oh yeah. That night at home, I'm like, all right, now you got to take a bite and uh, tell me what you think about this. Tell me what you think. And uh, they they didn't really care. They just wanted to eat. So yeah, they don't. But it was uh, it was fun. The ju- there does there's more than just tasting it that goes into the judging. You have to see the appearance. You got to taste the tenderness, the bite. Right, right. You got to do all that stuff. So anyway, <laughs> speaking of competition, uh, special guest today. We're going to dive into competition a little bit, yeah. and we're going to talk to a competition barbecue. Uh, Dustin Reese is with Hogline. And they are right in our neck of the woods in Owatonna. And they're really good. I don't mean that like, you know, surprising, like the, but they are. They're very good. They uh they they place all over the country. And it's uh it's not just I want to say it's not just a hobby for them. I mean, these guys are all in. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, Absolutely. They, they really uh they really get after it. And so I'm um, we're excited to talk to Dustin, so we don't want to screw around too much. Uh very quickly though, other than the uh, contest and judging, what did you do last week? Anything? Um last week I had uh I made ribs myself on Sunday, competition style, because I was so badly wanted to cook myself. Nice. So I made some competition ribs and chicken thighs that ended up being pretty good. I was impressed. Yeah. Uh, so did that and then uh, I made bacon chicken ranch sandwiches on the flat top one night, burgers another night. Uh, I didn't do anything. I had a wedding on Friday. <laughs> I had a wedding on Friday. We did the uh, contest on Saturday and then I uh, took the little lady out. Aww. We did a little little dinner, a little dancing and then I got, uh, what do you call it, pneumonia on Sunday. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. It's been a rough week. Uh, but well, I'm glad you're back. Yeah, you can't, you can't hold the jakester down. That's how that goes. So, uh, but otherwise, yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty quiet. The weather uh, rebounded a little bit for us early in the week, but uh, hopefully uh, it stops raining one of these days and we can get back after it. So, yeah, no kidding. Uh, so we're talking competition today. Is that going to uh, creep its way into our barbecue show tip of the week? You bet it is. And it's simple as this, honestly. And I think our, I, I feel like we've talked to people fast in the past. Our friend Jeremy, we've talked about competition before. It's not a matter of how you get started. It's just get started in a competition. If it's a backyard competition in your neighborhood, maybe I know a lot of town festivals do one. Great. Go be part of that competition if you want to try that. It doesn't hurt just to give it a shot. Some of these competitions are like very little cost, just your meat. So it wouldn't hurt just to give it a shot. If you are thinking, well, it'd be kind of fun to see how my barbecue stacks up against others. 
there's your opportunity. Once again, backyard barbecues competitions are all over the place. I know there's a small town festivals are starting to really put those into their events. So think about that and uh, try it out yourself. Right. That's a, that's an excellent, excellent tip, sir. Thank you. You're so good at that. We are going to talk to Dustin Reese. Uh, by the way, barbecue show tip of the week available for sponsorship by you or your friend or your local <laughs> meat market. Let us know. Uh, Dustin Reese is his name, and uh, he's one part of Hogline Barbecue. Could there be a curling comp- connotation to that? There might be. There might be. We'll find out in a moment. The barbecue show is filmed before a live studio audience. Actually, it isn't. I've just always wanted to say that. Back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. All right, welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. We're so glad you joined us. And uh, Stunt, we have a special guest. Yeah, we do. Dustin from Hogline Barbecue is on the line with us. Hey, thank you for joining the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Certainly appreciate it. Absolutely. I, I told Jake we're going to uh, get you on because we do a little bit of everything from backyard barbecuing to people who do it for a living as like a restaurant. And I, we always talk about competition. We did our very first competition last year, him and I did. What about you guys? You guys really started doing competition and started winning awards in the last few years. Hogland Barbecue. Uh, we're out of Oatana, Minnesota. We're a competition team. Um, strictly competition team. We don't cater. We don't have a restaurant or anything else. We're just weekenders. We started off, uh, me and my wife and a couple of friends, uh, Jeff and John Hansen from town here, started off cooking barbecue, grilling out and that type of thing, and uh, things kind of evolved uh, from there. We did uh, some non-sanctioned, you know, backyard type stuff, rib cook-off and, you know, parking out of a bar or whatever like that <laughs> um, at, at times, you know, um, and, uh, you know, experienced some results, uh, kind of grew from there. Um, you know, we kind of said, what, what's this KCBS thing? You know, it's, it's a sanctioning body. You know, there's rules and that type of thing involved with it. Uh, makes for a, um, I'm not going to say more level playing field, but uh, it, uh, a contest that you always know what, what to expect with and okay. that type of thing. Um, and so we started our, we did our first KCBS cook-off in 2012, and that was actually right here in Otana, uh, Minnesota. Smoking and steel, it happens the first weekend after, um, Memorial Day every year. Um, this year it's June 2nd and 3rd, I believe. Okay. Um, at the Steel County Fairgrounds. But, um, from there then, uh, you know, we were kind of hooked on things. Uh, we got a we got a call that day, which meant that we ended up in the top ten of a category. Um, had our name announced. So um, from there, then we started branching out. Uh, we did I think three con- KCBS contests the first year. The next year we did like seven, and then uh, kind of ramped up from there. Um, at one point uh, in my career, it was cooking twenty to twenty-two contests a year. Oh wow! And now we're down to about that. You know. Um, 15 area or so make it a little more manageable with the kids and stuff like all that. right so. yeah little ones will help you help you slow it down a little bit uh, Absolutely. so the first competition you did smoking and steel you got a call which is pretty awesome can i ask mm-hmm. what were you smoking on your first time our first contest we just ran two traggers and two weber smoky mountains which i would say are kind of i'm not gonna say entry level but that's kind of what gets you started you know because they're they're affordable easy to get a hold of you know you can buy them at your local hardware store um northern fire barbecue out of um uh minnetonka any of those places and stuff and so uh and it was kind of one of those things where i had i had a unit uh jeff uh the guy who cooked with us had a unit you know we, we just we, we had we just had to put together equipment to do it right mm-hmm. okay now what uh jake if you have a question jump in i guess well i was just uh i was gonna say first off uh dustin 
I think you're officially the first guest we've ever had on the show on the phone. Oh, right? Yeah, you're probably right. I, most people get to come in and see our bougie studios. You would love them. It's very swanky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I guess I was going to ask, uh, and I don't want to. I don't want to get the. Uh, I was kind of holding off because I love hearing the uh, the building storyline of like this is how we started. This is how we got into it. What um, when you decided to do the uh, the Oatana event, which I know was a pretty good sized event, what, was that just a, like, hey, it's going on. Let's, let's throw our hat in the ring, or did somebody uh, like talk you into it? What what really inspired you guys to get involved with that very first go around oh we'd had we'd had a uh it was one of those things where we both uh me and jeff and john uh we me and my wife mary i, I should say as as hogline and then jeff and john as as uh, another team they called themselves smoking gopher at the time we all curled <laughs> together in the winter time at the curling club here in Otana, and we were both like well we've both experienced some success at some of this cook-off stuff and that type of thing but you know, let's let's put it up against the big boys, or or the or you know into into a sanctioned thing, and so it just made sense at the time. Uh, we weren't going to experience any cost in terms of travel. It was right here in town, um, and that that just you know it it, it it was a good fit for throwing your hat in the ring. Yeah, easy easy to accomplish. Yep, absolutely. Well, and you can't go wrong with curlers. Rough <laughs> on <laughs> no people. Yeah, yeah. There's no question with curlers and barbecue. That's uh, that's uh, a great thing. And the Hogline name just really works for. I mean, comes together so well and obvious. If you're if you're a curler and a smoker, come on. Exactly. No, yep. And actually, there's a funny story behind that name. So as we were sitting there at the curling club, the three of us, um, me, Jeff, and John, at the curling club, we were curling that night. Um, I believe on different teams. But we're like, gosh, if we go do that, what should our what should the name be? Stepford, I looked right at the ice and I'm like, we're standing on the hog line. Why wouldn't we use that? <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of grown in meeting and that type of thing, too. I actually met my wife curling, um, and we weren't married at the time. We were, no, 2012. We had just been married. I'm sorry. Okay. But so, and I, Don't mess that you know, up. Now that uh, Jeff and John have since retired from competition barbecue and me, and me and Mary continue on, you know, I tell the story that I met my wife on the hog line, and this is what we do now, so that's why we're Nate. That's why that's our name. Oh, that's fun. Uh, that's catchy. That's great. That's catchy. Uh, funny story, Dustin. My wife and I got engaged on the hog line. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we uh, Centerville Curling Club uh, over there, and uh, that's yeah, Wisconsin. It's te- mm-hmm. it's technically Wisconsin. It's <laughs> yeah, like literally in Wisconsin. Yeah, they're 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 like honorary Minnesotans. But yeah, yeah, the the slide up on one knee with the ring was it was perfect. So, um, <laughs> so I get the idea with the uh, the hog line barbecue. That makes perfect sense. So that's uh, that's uh, that's, a, that's a neat story though. Uh, standing on the ice, yeah, we'll, we'll call it uh, we'll call it hog line. Why not? Um, right. Uh, we do a hog, speaking of hog lines, at our Mankato Curling Club, we do a hog every year for our event the first weekend in October. Or, I'm cool. sorry, in April. First weekend in April, the bunny spiel. And mm-hmm. it's uh, we do a whole hog. It's crazy. It's a ton of fun. It's uh, You guys have to come over sometime. If you know, you're not out we, competition. We <laughs> so let's keep moving. Uh, so barbecue, now, uh, obviously, you said you got that call at the first event, and then you just kept going from there. And then mm-hmm. when did, I mean, there had to be a point where you decided, let's take this seriously. Let's uh, let's let's dump the let's dump these junky Traggers and get into something good. <laughs> well, that's exactly <laughs> it. And that kind of came about. Um, so we went through the next year, 2013, I think we took seven events and we seemed to get calls here and there and stuff. Um, and we were especially, um, considered a ribs and chicken team at the time. We were really struggling with, um, brisket and pork. Um, 
And that, that happened all, all year long. And we had some decent results here and there. You know, we find ourselves in the top 10 every now and then. But um, what really happened that, that winter of 2013, early spring of 2014, was I had said, you know, we, we do need to upgrade some equipment here. Um, so I had actually acquired a Backwoods Fat Boy, um, which is a cabinet-style smoker uh, with a water pan. And, you know, light the charcoal down below, water pan in the middle, cabinet-style multiple racks. And that had been a, um, a proven tool on the competition circuit for a long time. Um, and we were going to use that cooker to cook our, our big meats, our um, brisket, and, and our pork. Um and so we started off that year just down in Boone, Iowa, um, kind of learning it. Um, still cooking chicken on a Smoky Mountain and ribs on a Traeger. But uh, from there, then, that uh, Boone was good to us. Um, I think we won call. It was a double contest, so one call the first day and I think two the next day. Um, but learned a lot about what we're doing with big meat and cooking in a moist environment and that type of thing. Um, and so then... Started off the season up here in Oatana, um, okay results and stuff. But what really kind of flipped the switch on stuff for us in 2014 was um, when the um, Bend of the River cookout um, started in Mankato. But that year was the year of the flood down in um, the memories. memories Park. Yeah. And it moved up to Nicollet County Fairgrounds. And so, uh, and I think that was our 14th contest ever that we cooked. But, um, you know, we went to awards that day, and we never won a meat category in our life, um, and ended up with first place ribs. But then, when pork call came around, we hadn't heard our name yet. Lo and behold, we win pork too. Oh, that's uh, awesome! And, with the se- oh. and a seventh place brisket. Well, that puts you in a fifty-team contest in the driver's seat. Um, and uh, chicken had uh, also, I believe, in tenth place that day. So we ended up winning our first grand championship just you know, over in St. Peter. Um, and that kind of lit, lit things from there. From there, then we started experiencing very um, uh, consistent results. That's so, great. Um, and until the next couple of years, we found ourselves, you know, perennially in the top ten, um, a couple of reserve grand championships along the way, and then 2017. That's when stuff really started taking off. And I changed equipment one more time. From then, I moved from the Traeger. Um, and this, uh, from the Traeger to a um, drum drum cooker. Um, you, you know, you can buy them as gateway uh, drum cookers or whitewater drum cookers. Um, you can build them yourself, but it's essentially a 50-gallon drum, charcoal basket on the bottom, and rack on, and just, you know, a Weber rack and up towards the top. Right. And cooking almost direct over coals is just that you're like three feet over coals instead of right down on it like in a kettle grill. So what else are you using now? You added that, and then is there anything else you yep. changed? I, I cook actually. I cook on three drums and my in uh, my backwoods cabinet now. Okay. So my backwoods cabinet uh, cooks pork still. I believe in a moist cooking environment and po- with pork, um, it does it it provides a more it imparts I should say a more smoky flavor than other styles of cooking. Um, but I moved everything else to drums uh, mainly because of uh, the ease of transport for them. And also, the one thing about the Traeger was, it, the Traeger's a great piece of equipment. I love it um, on my patio at home and that type of thing. If you're going to have a cooker that you want to do everything on and stuff like that, you right. only need two things. You need a Weber kettle grill and a Traeger and stuff. Um, but 
uh, they weren't made to bounce up and down the walls that I was putting on. So I find myself putting together things quite often and stuff. So that kind of um, made my move to the drum essential because it was just more simple um, cooking apparatus. Um, So now my so now I cook chicken pork ribs and brisket all on a drum and then I still cook my um, pork in my pork shoulder my pork butt in my backwoods so uh, we're talking with Dustin uh, Reese today part of uh, one part of Hogline um, competition barbecue here on the barbecue show and Dustin again thanks for joining us so I want to I, I want to slow down a little bit because you, you mentioned a couple things and we're kind of uh the barbecue show here is we're kind of a, your weekend warrior backyard guys uh, we, and we cater to all kinds uh, and you said a few things that I think I would love to hear you expound on a little bit. Um, first off, you keep talking about uh, using the water, uh, and the water just adds a moisture, um, just a moisture environment. Is that really the advantage to that? Is just making sure you don't dry out those larger meats? Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with large meat and stuff, you're cooking it over a period of time. Um, so, like my backwoods has a water pan in it. Um, I've seen guys that run a gravity feed cooker. That's just a cabinet style cooker that may run on charcoal, but I've seen them add wa- you know a pan of water underneath. Anytime that you can keep some moisture in uh, with the meat is always a good thing. Um, a, a drum, which is my other uh, apparatus and right. stuff. You know, they don't have a water pan built into them, but uh, guys that are cooking bigger meats on them will add a secondary rack down below with a water pan to try to um, provide a cool side and also maybe a little bit of moisture. The other thing, too, is I I like to take advantage of a, a spritz, um, especially with cooking my brisket and stuff. So about every 45 minutes an hour, I'll pop my drum open, just give it a spritz of some water over the top and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. It helps keep things a little more juicy. Sure, sure. So now, and I, I'm curious about the drum. I'm already envisioned the one I'm going to put on my patio. Uh, <laughs> so when you talk about the drum, you and you say like 55 gallon, for example, um, are you talking about standing that thing upright like it normally would stand up, not laying it on its side? Correct. Yeah. So it's it's a yeah. vertical. Um, yeah. Style. So your your cylinder is going to be standing upright with with the flat end on. On the bottom. Um, If you're going to build one yourself, check it out online. There's lots of different ways to do it and stuff. I'm going to suggest adding some feet to the bottom of it because you'll you'll end up putting a dark ring on your grass or your patio. Oh, I bet. Good call. Good call. That makes uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'd imagine you got some airflow control on there and uh, different things like that. Sure. Yep. Um, Can be done multiple ways. A lot of times, guy will put a piece of exhaust tube coming out the side and just put a damper on it. And and that's a very, very easy way to do that. So. Yeah, that makes uh, that makes perfect. And I love, like you said, the transportation, uh, the investment also has to be very nice if you're spending a lot of time on the road. That's true. Because you're not. Uh, I can't imagine a drum as much uh, is uh, more expensive than a, than a Traeger. Um, well, lately, <laughs> uh, right. it depends on how you do it. Okay. Um, if you build your own, you can get by dirt cheap on them. Uh, there are two companies out there that are building them, and but the thing that you get with those is that they look like a million dollars. So if you really want something really fancy looking and and professional looking and stuff like that um we're talking it it can go it sky's the limit with the custom paint jobs custom graphics all that type of stuff uh so let's let's move fast forward to today this year how many cooks you got planned for the year um i'm looking at probably about 12 to 14 in, in question still okay um already been down to des moines iowa and over to osage city kansas which is just 30 miles south of Topeka. I did that in April. Okay. Um, coming up in May, we got Minnesota in May. Uh, 
new location this year, but an old location for me, uh, Nicollet County Fairgrounds this year. I believe that that is the weekend of, I think it's May 12th. That's the second weekend in May. That's Minnesota May's down in, down here in Minnesota or down here in Southern Minnesota this year. Absolutely. That's normally so up in the cities, right? Minnesota. I can't wait for it. Yeah. It sounds awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. That's great. Oh, uh, do you have a place that you love to cook at? Uh, is there a favorite, jo- uh, favorite contest you guys just love to do every year? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that'd be Osage city, Kansas. Um, we, I mean, it's eight hours away from, uh, Ortana, um, but we go down there every year. It's the first big contest in the spring. Um, it's called smoke in the spring. Uh, their organizer, Corey Linton is a, he's, he's like a hall of fame organizer. The okay. guy knows exactly what to do. The town's about 3000 people, um, a small little town, but they hold it at their fairgrounds. They get 105, uh, pro side, um, Holy cow. teams. And that night, the whole town comes out that night. They have fireworks. I mean, it's it's like walking around the county fair and stuff. That's one super night. fun. <laughs> and then awards yeah. on Saturday, and everybody leaves. But it, it it is it's the highlight of the year. That is really cool. And it's yeah. and it's it's like at the very start of your year too. So that's even Absolutely. better. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Keeps mm-hmm. you fired up and inspired for <laughs> uh, for that kind of a thing. Uh, do you have a, a special secret supply for your meat, or do you just go to like a, a Sam's Club, or do you have a butcher that uh, takes um, care of you? Well, actually, we for brisket, I only cook uh, wagyu brisket, um, and that's kind of a competition thing. Um, you just can't beat the marbling in it and stuff. Um, but uh, Wagyu brisket comes from Snake River Farms. They are uh, they are the grower um, that that we use. Uh, you can purchase Snake River Farms meat and Wagyu meat at Northern Fire Barbecue and Grilling Supply up in Minnetonka, Minnesota, or you can buy it online too. They have an online store. Um, my pork products actually talk about Southern Minnesota. Come directly from Compart Family Farms over in Nicollet. Okay, uh, they're their their pork is you can plainly tell you put a piece of compart pork next to a piece of commodity pork and it's a different animal. Um, so different. I I cook compart pork exclusively in contests too. And then chicken, chicken to me is chicken. I like to have it consistent, uh, but I'm not necessarily married to a brand. But I do use a lot of smart chicken. And actually, you can buy that just straight out of the um, case at Hy-Vee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works out. That's that's pretty nice. I was going to ask too. So you when you talk about so the the four because you were saying large meats earlier, I was going to ask you what you're doing yeah. for pork because obviously you've got the chicken and obviously you got ribs, the brisket, and then uh, then uh, like a pulled pork. Uh, yeah, so so pork is uh, Boston uh, Boston butt generally pork butt. Okay, um, and there's, there's a fair amount of trimming that goes into it and stuff because it, you, there's a lot of fat on it and that type of thing, exposing certain muscle groups on that pork butt. There's lots of different things, but um, you can, can take that pork butt. You can make slices out of it. You can make pulled out of it. There are a couple of elongated um, muscle structures going through there that we call the tubes and stuff. Okay. Uh, you can, there's a, it's probably the most creative category that there is in competition barbecue because there's so much that you can do with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. That sounds pretty great. So, well, listen, Dustin, we could sit here and uh, talk for probably another four hours, but you have things to do, it sounds like. Uh, and <laughs> well, they only give us so much time to talk about barbecue, but we, we really appreciate <laughs> you coming on the show and uh, giving us a couple uh, a couple minutes of your time. Absolutely. And, uh, anytime in the future, guys, just let me know and I'll be back. Yeah, I no, love it. Well, count on a call because we definitely want to check in with you, you know, uh, midsummer, find out how things are going and uh, and and just uh, keep tabs. And we'll have more questions for you. Better questions, too, in the future. <laughs>
<laughs> for sure. So, uh, Dustin, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time out and joining us today, and have a uh, have a great season. You too. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks again, uh, Dustin Reese. What a great guy. Seriously, that was an awesome talk right I am there. so glad I thought of the idea. Oh, no, it was all your idea, wasn't it? <laughs> Dang it. Uh, Hogline Barbecue. Uh, you know I love the curling connotation. Yeah, you right do. They're connected that way. I thought that was pretty awesome. So, uh, But, yeah, cool dude. Great guy. Uh, I love the fact that, uh, you know, as we always talk on this show, like, uh, you know, experiment, have fun, do your thing. They found a niche, and we don't cater. We don't do anything. Yeah. You know? they got, oh, yeah, I got a Traeger on the back patio. But, no, I got these cans. I got some 55-gallon drums, and I'm going on the road. Yeah, and, I they, love and it. they do a great job of it, too, the way it yeah. sounds. Yeah, really. So, uh, super exciting. And great conversation. I know we don't get too much into it. We don't like to get too deep in the weeds on uh, competition stuff. Right. But, uh, but great chat. So, uh, thank you to Dustin Reese from Hogline Barbecue for uh, cutting out the time to uh, to join us today. So, that was uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, and look at that stunt. Just like that. Show's over. Show's over. We're up against the clock. we got to run. So, uh, we're going to run. You don't. Uh, stay home. Remember to uh, try something new this weekend and uh, experiment and have fun. And don't forget, fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show. Hashtag. With Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.